Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We've got you an update. Turn that mic I've, on, honey. I've only been doing this for a few years. Like 17. No big deal. Uh, you guys, we have a legal update on hashtag free Britney that we want to share with you. And it's caused us to think maybe there's a little bit more going on than we were even aware of. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Free Britney. Okay, so everybody knows that Britney Spears is being held captive against her will, probably in a box somewhere tied up. And forced to come out and do Instagram videos every day that totally look organic. Wow, right? you took it next level. Uh, however, I will say what something that goes counter to that narrative uh, came out in headlines today, and it's all regarding uh, her ex manager Sam Lutfi. So remember, Sam Lutfi, there was uh, an attempt by Britney's people to get a restraining order against him. The judge issued a temporary one, and I think this was a continuation of a previous restraining order. Um, we can, we can go into the backstory about what brought this about, but in terms of the news development for today, it's all because the judge actually granted a, and I just love this about the law and legal words, a permanent, uh, restraining order in effect for five years. Okay, so, so it's permanent for five permanent years. Permanent for five years. But at the end of five years. That just means it's temporary. It won't for be a permanent long time. anymore. Anyway, so um, they were granted this permanent restraining order against Sam Lutfi. And what's interesting about that, and I, I think one of the things that we should talk about is why uh, they have this restraining order against him, why we're talking about it, and how this kind of goes against this whole narrative that, you know, she's being held captive. Yeah. Because one of the th- implications about this restraining order and Sam Lutfi in particular is that he has been fanning the flames and fueling the the intrigue surrounding the idea that Britney is being held captive and against her will in this conservatorship. So our earlier uh, our earlier philosophy or theory was that uh, they were bringing this up again specifically because it it causes us to hearken back to the 90s when she had her first or early 2000s when she had her first I'm putting this in quotes public meltdown yeah. and he was her manager mm-hmm. right but this is a whole new thing and what specifically does it cover this restraining order so in this particular restraining order he is supposed to stay at least 200 feet away or excuse me 200 yards rather away from Brittany her family as well as refraining from reaching out to them as well as refrain from making disparaging comments about Brittany so th- they were able to get this restraining order against him for those very specific things. So that seems anyway to indicate that there's a reason, you know, like if a judge is signing off on that, I would imagine that there's some evidence there that Sam Lutfi is a person, uh, you know, to be wary of. 
that said, what do we think this says, you know, overarchingly about this whole free Britney movement? Was he really just making us all pay attention to something that wasn't as serious as perhaps we thought? Well, and I certainly think that that's the message that it sends, because my first reaction to that was, well, once the legal system is involved and this isn't just hearsay, uh, the legal system operates with facts and they no doubt have some hard evidence that suggests that he has been a nuisance either, you know, or threatening her in some way, either physically by being close to her or through um, public remarks or even just private remarks, maybe through letters or mail or emails. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I think, okay, well, if the legal system sees it fit to do this, Maybe there's something there, there, and I didn't even realize it. And I was going along with the theories. I think there are, there is definitely something there, there. The problem is, I don't think that by extension means that everything else is suspect. So just right. because Sam Lutfi is kind of a, a bad person, I'm using those terms generally and, you know, casually, just, just, just because like something's clearly there right. with him individually. We don't know what it is. We don't have the specific details that led the judge to say, you need to stay 200 feet away from her. I mean, I would imagine that the law is somewhat broad to accommodate if a judge feels like a person is, you know, harassing another individual, they can rule um, to protect that person. And but- I bet it's a lot easier to prove that a celebrity is being harassed than obviously, a, like, regular person yeah yeah. so to me it's like okay so there's something there but what the thing there is doesn't necessarily remove any suspicion we should have around the overall um conservatorship which is at the end of the day look we weren't the ones that were like free britney um but we were like okay she's 37 right she's doing shows all the time she's a grown-ass woman why does she still not have the ability to make like day-to-day decisions i think that's a prudent sort of response and absolutely reaction. so more shall be revealed but for the next five years he better keep his distance well here's the thing uh while all of that is going on and that is hitting the news cycle uh britney has posted another instagram nothing to see here please don't pay attention to the headlines in the newspaper i would like to show you my closet what yeah i'm just let's just share the video of britney's Instagram, giving a tour of her closet. Uh, So we know that every time we have a big headline like this, uh, that we're going to see probably a post from Brittany that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And here's today's. Guys, okay, I just got home. Guess what the housekeepers just did to my closet? All whites. Color organization. All bright, all flowers, all hoodies, all blue, all black, all red, all black, all 90s, all winter, sweats, jackets. That's it. This is so weird. Like, (laughs) the video, like, her body language in that video is just so disturbing isn't it like she's like hey guys look what happened in my closet and then abrupt about face it all is like a it's like a show 
like it's she it's as though she's if reading she's lines. Like nine years old. Yes. I mean that's the creepy thing about this is she comes across as a child. This is the kind of stuff my kids do with you know a camera when they play YouTube. Uh, you know she's it's very odd and. And you'll note, actually, in a lot of her videos, somebody else is obviously holding the phone. In this case, there's mirrors in the closet. So you can see just sort of faintly a body, you know, as as it pans across the mirror. And the person holding the phone appears to be Sam Asghari, her, quote, boyfriend. Well, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, no, I do. But um, regarding this video, I need to still deal with some stuff. Um, oh, okay. Can we please talk about her closet? And can we specifically talk about her hangers? I'm sorry, you guys, but if I'm Britney Spears, I'm not going to have plastic hangers in my closet. Uh-uh, no, I'm going like huggable hangers, you know, like the lady from that movie Joy created. I don't know those what those are. Expensive. Are. I'm I'm just those saying. Those are nice. Yeah. We're, we're those are good ones. We're not having plastic hangers <laughs> and we're also not going to have like oh, I'm going to say words. No, I'm not. Uh, that that is just a Why are you going to say it's words? It's a janky closet. Say the words. No, it's just a I'm just saying it's a okay. janky closet. It is pretty. Yeah. Ramshackle. She needs to call California closets staff. Well, that is true. Because this like again, we love Britney, right? Cuz she's adorable and accessible, but man, those those hangers are crap. Okay. What did you say now? You wanted to talk about the about boyfriend? her boyfriend, oh. Sam Ascari. So, the other story, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking about Britney Spears and there's something going on. I mean, you can't act like there's not. There's no way you can avoid it. And especially when you realize that some of the mainstream tabloids are like trying to do the bidding of, you know, whoever is trying to get us to stop thinking there's anything wrong with Britney Spears. Nothing to see here. Um, evidenced by this piece in Entertainment Tonight, it's a real good, good show. show, online.com. Uh, inside Britney Spears and Sam Asghari's relationship, quote, he's her protector, source says. So somebody's speaking to um, E.T. about this relationship. And what, like, you said earlier today, is there anyone who believes this relationship is real? Actually, it was Holly that said oh, that. Oh, sorry. Is there anybody who believes that the relationship between Sam Asghari and Britney Spears is real? I really would like to know if there is actually someone who thinks that there is true love happening. I highly encourage you to read through a lot of the comments on her Instagram with the pictures of the two of them together. Like relationship goals. Yes, there are people who believe that. But I would say I think it's getting set up in such a way that they're because they need they don't necessarily need, but they're probably looking for some other people to add to the conservatorship and he certainly is stepping into a caretaking role with her oh there is no way he's going to be in charge of anything do you really think yeah zero chance well he's already on the payroll for sure barely you know there's no way anyway he is most certainly on the payroll and his job is a very specific one it's to make her look good to make her look like she's stable to make her look like she's capable of ha- having a relationship. Remember, this is a woman who can't basically doo-doo without permission. That's true. But yet, she somehow has this fabulous, beautiful, successful boyfriend who's her, quote, rock. Anyway, um, this source speaking to E.T. says, Sam is really in love with Brittany. He will... Oh, and again, this is a source. It's... Somebody from within calling, calling from inside, from inside the, the house. house, right? Sam is really in love with Brittany. He will always be the, uh, there to help in any way he can. He is her protector. When they're together, they cook at home most nights. They like to keep things relaxed and simple. Um, 
Does anybody buy that? What does uh, cooking at home have to do with being a protector? It just means no, that he it's just, it's keeps her salad. safe and warm inside the cocoon of her house. It's word salad for the lowest common denominator. People have a low bar, to your point previously, about people in the comments being like, oh, that's relationship goals. They're not paying attention. All yeah. they really want to see is stuff on the surface, because nine times out of ten, that's all people need. For example, take this at-home test. Go ask anybody in your life who's not obsessed with celebrities and pop culture what they think of Britney, and they're going to have, like, two words to say to you. They're not paying attention, is my point. So even though we think it's so obvious that they're doing that, it's so obvious that it's such a a pee-poor job, let's say, making it look legitimately like she's okay, to most people, that's enough. Right. That's true. When we come back on the Colleen Testing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. I also dish out free medical advice to you during the breaks. Oh, thank you for that. If anyone wants that, you can message me. Um, okay. Let's talk about Irina Shake. She has hit the runway for the first time since her Bradley Cooper split, and she is a supermodel, and Ooh. so she looks super. Of course. And she's modeling. There you go. Uh, page six So she says, didn't sob the whole way down the runway. No, and, and this like, is what page six forlorn. says. Thank you. Irina Shake's personal life may be crumbling, but she's still a professional. Hey, yeah. hi. Welcome to By Earth. all accounts, her relationship is not crumbling because it wasn't real to begin with, oh, but okay, sure. But they had a baby. They didn't have a real... They had no... And everything that's said about this relationship in the aftermath is that they're t- perfectly amicable and everything's fine. There's nothing to see here. Ooh. I also really appreciate the fact that that is newsworthy. That somebody broke up and they were still able to do their job. I know. What a shocking thing. Hi. <laughs> like, how many people do you know in your life around you at any given time who are going through actual tragedies? Yeah. Who are showing up to do their jobs? People do take sick days for breakups. I kind of get that. I feel well, yeah. like you can be like really broken after a breakup and gotta like take a sick day. Yeah, but th- it's this. She no, it's been we're good. She's doing She's great. fine. She looks great. She's fine. Britney Spears. The headline today is that her dad Jamie says uh, that their relationship has always been strained. Hmm. So, Surprise. oh, that's interesting. Manager. Yeah, this yeah. has to do with a court hearing from yesterday that ended with the judge granting. Um, a five-year restraining order to Britney Spears against Sam Lutfi, the man who claimed... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
to be her manager in 2007 and 2008. Jamie testified and Lutfi's attorney asked Jamie Spears, Brittany's dad, about his relationship with his daughter prior to becoming a, her conservator back in February of 2008. And here's what he said. Me and I'm just this is his grammar, not mine. Me and my daughter's relationship has always been strained. He was asked if he had little to no relationship with his eldest daughter before the conservatorship was initiated. And then one of Britney's attorneys objected and stated that question was beyond the scope of the proceeding. So both Jamie Spears and Sam Lutfi both testified before this L.A. Superior Court judge about uh, Lutfi's contact with the Spears family in recent months as Britney has been getting mental health treatment in the wake of Jamie's health scare in 2018 and her struggle with changing medications. I'm so curious about what the nature of that contact was because clearly there had to have been contact, right? Because they took it to court for sure. Yeah. There was something actionable. And Uh, I kind of wonder if maybe he didn't have some useful information that they might need. Well, here's what Jamie said. He tried to reach out to me, but I wanted him to leave my family alone. He kept calling me to see if we can repair our relationship. But what Mr. Lutfi doing was not repairing. He is a predator. And so by the end of the hearing, the judge ordered this guy um, to stay away from Brittany and her family for five years. There was a temporary restraining order that was put into place on May 8th, and then it was extended. So he his recent communications were with Brittany's mom, Lynn Spears, and her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears's husband. Okay. So Brittany's brother-in-law and mom is who this Sam was trying to get to. It, you know, it's interesting. Again, I wish you could see the evidence because I think that would help us, you know, sort of be our own judge. Like, I love that we also think we would do a better job than the judge because, like, I don't know that the judge knows totally what we're dealing with here. Does the judge read Us yeah. Weekly? Right. Yeah. That is the question. Uh, one source telling Us Weekly, though, Brittany has made improvements since being released from treatment. But Jamie's biggest concern is that the judge will end the conservatorship prematurely. Um, Jamie did decide to give Brittany full access to her social media accounts. So there are privileges that she has that she did not have prior. Mm. She had always had input about what was posted, but it was also carefully curated for Brittany's protection. And the source adds, Brittany absolutely still wants the conservatorship to end. Well, at some point it's going to end because Brittany is unlikely to die before her father right so like at some point it's gonna be so weird though if you just think about all of the things that you just said are in the context of a 37 year old woman she was made aware of the things that would be posted on her behalf but was not allowed to lest she i mean she's a 37 year old mother of two i'm a 37 year old mother of two yeah and the way that our lives are managed are very, very different. Yeah, just think about that. Yeah, isn't that kind of well, strange? Well, and here's the thing. There used to be a uh, an attorney who was also one of the conservators. Yes. He left. He bowed out. He bowed out of the conservatorship. So it seems like they've been wanting to fill that position because what if Jamie does die? Yeah. And he's had health issues. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder. Then if, somebody else would have to be there to take it over. I wonder if that's why his mom, her mom, has like you know filed to involved. get more info. Yeah, it's bizarre though. Like there's, we have nowhere near all of the facts. Court proceedings are how we get all of our good info. Uh, Taylor Swift is uh, getting all sorts of applause, and she's making a big difference. So she um, put out this new song 
called You Need to Calm Down. And um, the bigwigs over at GLAAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, tell TMZ that they've seen a big influx in donations overnight after the song came out because it's an anti-hate anthem mm-hmm. and includes the lyrics, why are you mad when you could be glad? Ha. Ah, see, GLAAD recently started a fundraiser to support its LGBTQ advocacy work during Pride Month, and they set a $1,300 goal um, it's sort of paying tribute to Taylor's favorite number, 13, and many of the donations flowing in are for $13. So, you know, if you're gearing up for some big pride celebrations, that's kind of fun to know. Maybe that could be a song that you jam out to in your car and the way there. I guess I we knew that her favorite number was 13, but that's weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that is. That's, that's like usually saying, an unlucky number. That's like saying, bad luck, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. there's no, thir- like, like on the cruise ship there. I was just on, there's no 13th deck. Yeah. yeah. Lots of hotels, no 13th. Nope. True. I don't get, I don't think there's anything weird about 13. I also don't think like if you see a black cat, you're going to have any problems. But black cats are so sweet. They're so sweet. Yeah. I don't think if you like. You can walk under a ladder. Smash a Elizabeth Reese, destroyer of, what's that? Superstition. Superstition. Yeah, not into it. Uh, Prince Harry caught telling Meghan, his wife, to turn around at Trooping the Color. So she's turning to say something to him as the national anthem is going on. And he says, turn around. And the um, lip readers caught it. And I think, yeah, she's getting used to the new customs. And so that was probably like, whoops, the daisy. Whoopsie. (laughs) Yeah, she did fine. Thanks, Elizabeth Mm -hmm. Reese. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071-30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. This is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Ginger on the line. And what is Ginger playing for? Ginger is playing for a pair of these. Tickets to go to our Grease sing-along next Thursday at CHS Field. Yes, by the way, I would like to invite everybody to come to the Grease sing-along next Thursday at Target Field. Tickets on sale at mytalk1071.com. CHS Field. Oh, what did I say? Target Field. Whoops, sorry. I had the twins on the brain. I might be going to a game tomorrow. Uh, CHS <laughs> Field. Uh, and uh, those tickets are available at mytalk1071.com keyword grease. It's just that Ginger is playing for the opportunity to get them for free. Ginger, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. You ready to go? Ready. All right. Adam Lambert was a contestant on what reality competition series? American Idol. Uh, Emerald City is a location in what movie? Uh, Wizard of Oz. Madonna is originally from what state? New York. Nope. New Jersey. Nope. Uh, pass. Butterbeer is a beverage in what book and film series? Harry Potter. Who sings the song Hips Don't Lie? I'm so sorry that you did not win those tickets. Again, you know, you can have another opportunity to play the the 30 the 30 second pop culture challenge on Monday, but if you want those tickets to Greece, you're going to have to go to mytalk1071.com keyword Greece to buy them. Now, let's get to those answers that she didn't not get correct. 
The ones that she didn't not get correct are as follows. You heard me. Madonna is originally from Michigan. And did she she didn't get to the last one. Who sings correct. the song Hips Don't Lie? Shakira. And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, here is your first blind item. Colleen and Bradley try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. All right. There are some words involved in this one, so listen carefully. But we're thinking about one person. Okay. This permanent A-list entertainer and EGOT is being sought out by the producers of a live-action Disney reboot to play the villain. She technically won't literally appear on camera because the character will be CGI. She hasn't committed to it yet, having not starred in a movie in close to 30 years. But her team is worried about her stamina and if she's up to even going into the studio to record her lines. Is she a real EGOT? Yes. She's a real EGOT. Permanent A-list. She's not Barbara Streisand. Uh, no, yeah, not I don't Babs. Think she's a real. E- is she a real EGOT? I, you know, I don't know. Anyway. I can't say, Brad. Okay, is, are we close? Um, in the realm of the same decades. Now, this person is legendary. Uh, you know this person. A-list entertainer. Um, that means all around. Uh, is this person more a singer than an actor? Not necessarily. Mm. They they truly are an entertainer. Okay, and are, they are they still are regarded as a list. Yes, permanent a list. They will never be anything but permanent a list. Okay. They're from an entertainment family. Okay. Are you looking at Egon? Yeah, I and I was gonna say Rita Marino, but no, no sorry. Uh, well, because she's she's been doing stuff, right? This person hasn't done anything for the last 30 years. Well, they've done stuff, but starring in a movie. They haven't really been in a movie for close to 30 years. All right. Give me another hint. Narrow this down a little bit for us. Uh, This person has a very distinct voice. Oh, no. Mm. Do you keep on thinking of people who are dead? Because I do. She's alive. Okay. Like who's dead that you keep thinking of? Well, I was thinking about Audrey Hepburn. Oh, yeah. But she's gone. And then when you said she has a very distinctive voice. People, she, because of her voice and her mannerisms, she, people, a lot of people like to. Then I thought about Carol Channing. No. Dead. Dead. Exactly. See? She, entertainment family. She's from an entertainment family. Her family members are no longer here. How old is she? She's in her 70s. That's why I said Barbara Streisand adjacent. Because this person was also, I would say, at the height of her entertainment power in the 70s. My God, I'm thinking of like Mitzi Gaynor. <laughs> no, not Mitzi Gaynor. Come uh, on, you guys. Permanent A-list e No. Um, you spell her name a very distinct way. Pat Midler? And she sang a song about it. No. Oh, oh Liza! Thank you. Liza with a Z. Yes. Wow. Okay. Fill in that blank. Okay. So this permanent A-list entertainer at EGOT, Liza Minnelli, is also being sought out by the producers of a live-action Disney reboot that would be The Little Mermaid to play the villain. She technically wouldn't literally have to appear on camera because the character would be CGI'd. Ursula, you know, she's an octopus lady. Yeah, nobody looks like that. No. I mean, I hope. I mean, There's that would be a headline in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Weekly World News. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Eliza hasn't committed to it yet, having not starred in a movie in close to 30 years. But Liza Minnelli's team is worried that her stamina is not up to par and that she might not even be able to go into the studio to record her lines. Oh, that one's a yeah, sad I mean, one. Well, I mean, it's Liza. This woman is not doing well with life. So sad. All right, moving on. Colleen and Bradley, good job. We got there. Yay! We got one. Here's another one. Another celebrity gossip mystery. As I've said many times, when the employee was fired by the permanent A-lister, this kind of leaking would occur. A couple of weeks ago, I said the leaks would become more scandalous each time going forward, and sure enough, that is exactly what happened. Is this like a follow-up blind item? Kind of. Because it sounds familiar. I feel like we talked about... We've been talking about somebody who was fired by this permanent A-list lister and all of these leaks and salacious gossip that are now coming forward as a result of the firing. Mariah Carey? Yes. Oh, her manager. Yes. What is the... I want to know what the leaks are. Well, here, let me fill in the blank for you and then I'll tell you some of the leaks. Okay. As I said many times, when the employee was fired by Mariah Carey, this kind of leaking would occur. A couple of weeks ago, I said the leaks would become more scandalous each time going forward, and sure enough, that is exactly what has happened. Now, if you went to the DailyMail.com yesterday, you would see all of these leaked photographs of Mariah Carey in a very teeny, teeny bikini Oh, on her ex-fiancé James Packer's yacht. Now, some of these photos are indicating that maybe... She was bumping uglies and smashing with Brian Tanaka before she broke up with James Packer. Because there are some photographs of Mariah bumping and grinding. Ain't nothing wrong, usually, unless you've got, you know, somebody else you're supposed to be bumping and grinding with. Mm -hmm. So there's some headline that she had. Oh, yeah. So there are all these headlines about. Okay. Interesting. Now I want to read about this. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Here's a confirmed blind item for you, Colleen and Bradley. We know who this is about. See if you can try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This foreign-born former A-plus list rapper is facing a class action lawsuit because of the money she scammed from nearly 100,000 people that hasn't been refunded. She doesn't have that kind of money to refund them, so she might as well just go on tour. Mm. A-list rapper? A-plus list. list. Foreign-born. This person is Former. no longer A plus list. Did they do something to become not A plus list, or they just sort of like faded away? Eh, they're just not as popular anymore. Oh, I think Nicki about like Minaj. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, fill in the blank. Nicki Minaj is facing a class action lawsuit because of the money she scammed from nearly one hundred thousand people that hasn't been refunded. Remember all of those canceled tour dates? Oh yeah, earlier this year. Guess people haven't gotten a refund yet. Nicki Minaj doesn't have the kind of money to refund them, so she might as well go back on on tour. So then, if she goes back out on tour, she's going to honor all of those. Well, one would tickets. Well, one would think that maybe she would then have the money to honor those refunds. Oh, because she has to make it because she doesn't have it because she spent it all somewhere somehow. Yikes! Yeah, Nicki. So she spent the money, canceled the dates. That wouldn't have been like an insurance thing? You know, I'm not sure. So I feel like when you cancel a concert, you're not on the hook for it. You're just going to pay, you know, your yeah, insurance company. I feel like you do have you. insurance for that. But I could be I wrong. I would hope so. I don't know if Nicki Minaj has recently talked to her insurance agent about yeah. all of her coverage and her policies. 
I mean, like a good neighbor, though. State Farm is there. She should know that. But, I mean, also, I have I understand that rates are great with Geico, so... Oh my God, are we I don't know what to do. Commercials for insurance companies? <laughs> I just wanted to suggest that perhaps <laughs> saved money. She knows that there are insurance agencies out there. Okay. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, for fun, we're going to have our friend Danny Salter come over and chat with us because he recently saw the Spice Girls. Dun, 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 dun. Like up close and personal. So yeah. we're going to hear all about that and more with our friend Danny Salter, former Mr. Manuary, after this on My Talk 1071. Danny Salter, former Mr. Manuary. What year, Danny? Were you uh, Mr. Manuary? 2016. 2016. Uh, How time flies. It just yeah. happens that he's in studio today uh, visiting us on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Danny. We thought oh, we got to talk to Danny because, first of all, you just travel a lot and see a lot of amazing things. Do you know he said he's been or will be in fourteen different countries this year? That is amazing. When like, you're on a roll, you just kind of keep you just going. Keep rolling. It seems like everybody wants to live his life. I do. I mean, like I really do. I have like life envy for sure. But you were recently. Uh, f- were you front row? We were, yeah, front row to, like, the catwalk of the Spice Girls. To see Spice Girls. In the UK. So, where actually were you? I saw them in Sunderland, which is about an hour northeast of, um, like, Manchester. So, about an hour south of um, Edinburgh. And did you go specifically just to see them? Absolutely. That is so great. He's a number one fan. In fact, you traveled with your your Spice Girls Uh, dolls. The the dolls came along with us for the the ride for the most part. Yeah. So they went out and adventured around Amsterdam and all through the, the whole European tour. Now, what was that experience like? I mean, a lot of people were maybe giving them some crap uh, for the quality of their sound. And yeah. You said they sounded great. Like, I was kind of, you know, I, I was ready for spoilers. So the opening night, I wanted to see, like, the, the staging and see the costumes. And then, you know, you read about the sound check issues and people in the back couldn't hear anything. Um, and it was one of those things where I, I know in, like, large stadium, I mean, like, this was like a huge football stadium that, that held, like, 50,000 people, like, were attending this sold-out show. Um, and you can imagine like when you're in like the nose, nosebleeds, the acoustics are going to be terrible. Even at like the U S bank stadium, it's, it's that way. So I was a little nervous. Um, but where we were located, uh, there was no issue with sound cause we were no, we were that close, but we were talking to one of the, um, kind of the security guys that was kind of standing before us. And he said like the first two days he admitted there was issues with sound. Um, but they kind of got that under wraps because I guess one of the sound guys quit after the first day. Then another person kind of took over. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gave us all the kind of 
the the juicy dirt. But a lot of the the people that were complaining, or like like the I don't know, like Sun Magazine and all those UK broadcastings were kind of like fishing from people's bad tweets. They were uh. actually at the shows to like give their full review. So if you read the reviews of like the star paper or the, the papers that were in attendance, they gave them like five out of five. So it's just like those people were trolling for clickbait. Right. So when was last time? Do you, have you, how many times have you seen them live? This is my fifth time. Okay. So when was the last time you saw them live prior to this? The reunion tour in 2008, I think. Okay. So in comparison to the other times you've seen the Spice Girls, how, how did they look, sound, dance, perform? How was this concert? And this was probably one of my top two concerts I've ever been to. And I've, I'm, and ever I've been to of all time. Probably. Yes. Wow. Why? Just the energy was so good. And when they did it the last time, I believe they were doing it. I mean, I know they're sure they were doing it for money this time. Right. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? But I think that they've kind of collaborated with each other enough. And there really is just like this energy they have with the crowd where like, no, even though Victoria's not there, like, I think the energy is like, you are the new Spice Girl. Like, the crowd is, is the fifth oh, Spice Girl that's now. That's cool. And they just, like, they're 22 years into it. So yeah. they don't really care. They kind of messed up a lot. They talked with the crowd. They were professional, but they were really relaxed. Like, they didn't take themselves too seriously, clearly. Not at which, all. And I so, mean, and they had, they. like, more backup dancers this time. And they had, like, really cool ideas where they had, like, the House of Ginger, the House of Scary. They had, like, the backup dancers that kind of fit their mold and they just made it work. It was brilliant. And the costumes were expensive, just much more energy. And you could tell, like, I think last time it was one of those, the people at that time were, okay, we want you together. So fine, we'll do it. Like you kind of had to twist like Sporty's arm to do it where I think now, because it's been 22 years, she's like more honored to be a Spice Girl than than the hokiness of, Oh, I want to kind of shed that, Mm -hmm. that image. And I want to be a true artist where, now it's not necessarily about being a true artist. Like, it's like they're You're going to be what you're going to be. Yeah. At this point, and after so this just, point, yeah, own up to it and yeah. embrace it because they wouldn't be where they were if they hadn't been that. Did you feel an absence of Victoria Posh Spice? Not at all. Not at all. No. Ooh, and then that's even people, not good for her. And even people were like, like they were saying like that. That was their favorite or whatever. But people were dressing more as the other girls than than anything else, which you know makes sense. Yeah. Probably so. I mean, good for them. So you saw them, um, but you were there for more than just that experience. Yeah. I mean, we went to, I went to Amsterdam as well mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Um, and then we traveled over to uh, Newcastle and Sunderland and then went up to Edinburgh for the end of my little trip. Weren't you also, you went to Eurovision. When was that? Before that was about after? two weeks before. Before. Yeah. Okay. And that was in Israel. See, I mean, seriously. I know, you get around. <laughs> Well, I mean, Eurovision is just like my thing. Did I mean, you guys yeah, see you do that like every year? We, I, we did, yes. Okay, so what was that like? So for those of you who don't know, Eurovision, this wonderful European song contest this year, it was held in Israel. And um, Madonna was one of the like, you know. Special, sort of like special special interval act. Yeah, yeah, she was the interval act. Um, it wasn't that good. I mean, I'm sure if you saw it here, you would have Tell saw. Me more. I mean, then there was a lot of scandal behind what she did with like the Pakistanian, her trying to like, you know, mold the insert two, herself into into yeah. the politics of it um i thought what was more cool than her performance was during the dress rehearsal you could see like her stage was huge and so they had maybe like you know four or five minute window when they're kind of like shooting the commercial and not you know putting attention to the stage like how many handlers came up on that stage to put it together in such a fast amount of time i mean there was probably about a hundred stage hands putting this like 20 
story or like, you know, 20 steps set together and then breaking it down all after it. So I liked the behind the scenes more than her actual performance. And that was kind of cool. But that's also not a compliment to Madonna. (laughs) That you were were more excited about the. Yeah. And and a funny thing, too, like a little side note was one of my friends who was coming with me, um, meeting me there, his Uber that took him for the airport said that the person he had before him had flown all the way from New York with a pair of shoes Madonna needed. Literally had like, like, it's like, go pick this errand up. I need this and then come back. So this person literally just left to fly all the way to New York, grab a pair of shoes from Madonna, deliver them to her hotel and then go home. Must be rough to be Madonna to just like forget your shoes at home and be able to send somebody by plane. Different country. Yeah. That's amazing. Danny. So this is our friend Danny Salter, former Mr. Manuary. We love to talk to you because you do so many fun things. Again, 14 countries in one year. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Uh, so where where are you going next? Um, I'm going to, in October, going to see uh, Little Mix in uh, uh, Ireland, in Belfast. I love it. Okay. Yeah. You're living the best life. You seriously are. <laughs> like, can, can, I, I mean, it's, it's all that manuary. You know, just, it just that's paved, what it is. It yes. paved the road. It really did. It opened so many doors. <laughs> And well, what you don't know is um, he. Well, maybe you do know that Danny works super hard um, here locally, and your 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 schedule is going to get real busy in about a week. Yes, uh, for Pride. Yes, and then some. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. So you deserve to you know work hard, play hard. Yeah. So where can people find you if they want to drop off a suitcase <laughs> with <laughs> well, themselves in it? Yeah. You don't necessarily want that because I have a bad <laughs> issue with my luggage. Oh, so okay. oh no, I'm, I'm still missing some luggage from. Um, <laughs> My last trip to uh, Cambodia. So. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Can you, in like 20 seconds or less, tell that really quickly? Because it's so interesting. Oh, my God. I just, um, I missed I missed a connection on my plane. So my luggage from Cambodia is still there. They've messaged me twice or three times. I, I can't get you out there to get, get it. it. So if anyone's going to Cambodia. you have to go to pick it up. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh, Danny. Thank you so much oh, for joining yeah. us. Thank you. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to take a closer look at Bradley Cooper's past. Oh, God. In the wake of the breakup with Irina Shake of their fake relationship. After this, on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So, what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.